Today's devotion is from John 12, verses 12 through 19. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. It was also because they heard that he had performed this sign that the crowd went to meet him. The Pharisees then said to one another, You see, you can do nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. In today's reading, the great crowd that has come to Jerusalem was most likely a combination of pilgrims who had come to celebrate the festival of the Passover. Some were from the region of Galilee, and they, many of them had already heard about Jesus. Some had even seen Jesus um, perform miracles and had heard him preach. Other pilgrims had been in Bethany a few days earlier and had seen Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead. And others had heard about Jesus and were seeking to get a glimpse of him, and hence they also joined the crowds. This great crowd has seen and heard Jesus, and they believe that he is the coming king, the Messiah. To, um, to amplify this, uh, John tells us that, um, that this great crowd begins waving palm branches. The people are celebrating Jesus' entry uh, because they believe that, um, that he is the coming king, this Messiah. And so they celebrate his entry into Jerusalem as a, using these palm branches as a nationalist symbol for Israel. They wave the palm branches. The palm branches become the symbol of Israel because they see Jesus as the king that has been talked about, written about, taught about. It would be much like our flag waving here in the U.S., the palm branches. They use this symbol to recognize and greet the king of Israel, and they use a messianic psalm to chant their greeting. Hosanna! Hosanna! Hosanna is a cry to God to bring salvation now. And this is taken from Psalm 118, verse 25. And in this translation, they literally spell out Hosanna um, in verse 25. Please, Lord, please save us. Please, Lord, please give us success. So Hosanna literally means bring us salvation now. A cry for being blessed continues after the Hosannas. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They see Jesus as their Messiah, their King. But their messianic expectations may already differ from the one that Jesus is demonstrating. Instead of entering the city of Jerusalem as a king would on a majestic horse, 
that symbolizes military power, he enters the city on an ass, the colt of a donkey. Whether the great crowd has even clearly seen this entrance, or if they've understood it, what is clear is that Jesus is referencing messianic expectations, not from a political and military standpoint, but rather from the prophet Zechariah. Let's look at Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. Rejoice, O people of Zion! Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem! Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. And if that wasn't enough to clarify that Jesus had a different expectation, it also tells us that this king will bring peace, not war. And he'll bring peace not only to Israel, but to all nations. In the following verse, it says, I will remove the battle chariots from Israel. It's going to get rid of them all. And the war horses from Jerusalem, they'll be gone too. I will destroy all the weapons used in battle. No more military power. And your king will bring peace, not just to Israel here, but it says your king will bring peace to the nations. Now, in case you are worried that you may not have fully understood all of this before, don't be anxious. Even the disciples didn't get it. They didn't understand what he was doing, nor what he was saying. It says that they only understood this after Jesus was crucified and raised from the dead after he was glorified, after his crucifixion and resurrection. That's his glory. So out of the great crowd, a small crowd that had seen him raise Lazarus from the dead continues to testify about Jesus. The implication is that the rest of the crowd dissipates and disperses. Meanwhile, the Pharisees are concerned about the crowds. Because of the crowds, they see Jesus' power as gaining. And so they feel like they are getting nowhere. There tends to be one resolution for these religious leaders, and that will be to silence Jesus. And if you can silence Jesus, you can turn the crowds. Now, a reflection question. When you've been praying to God and listening to God, more particularly to listen to God, and the Holy Spirit gives you an insight, maybe a prophetic glimpse of who you are and what you're to be doing in some particular situation as a servant, how do you test that message? How do you test that word from God? Is there scripture that backs up what you feel God is calling you to do? I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God blesses your day.